Ladies and gentlemen, gamers and game enthusiasts, welcome to another electrifying episode of 100 Games in a Funeral. I'm your host, Steven, and joining me, as always, is the one and only, the incomparable Thad. That's right, Steve. We're back and ready to dive into the pixelated realms of gaming greatness. Get your headsets on, folks, because today we're taking a deep plunge into the adrenaline-pumping world of Quake. Oh, you said it, Thad. Quake, the iconic first-person shooter that had gamers quivering in their boots back in the day. This PC-only gem paved the way for an entire generation of FPS titles. Absolutely, Steve. And today, (laughs) we're going to delve into the nostalgia, reminisce about the epic multiplayer battles, and discuss how Quake shaped the landscape of gaming as we know it. But before we jump headfirst into Quake, Thad, what other media have you been devouring this week? Any uh, movies, TV shows, or even books that have captivated your attention? Oh, you know me, Steve. I've been on a cinematic adventure. I recently caught a mind-bending sci-fi flick that left me questioning reality. Whoa. (laughs) I want to see that. And let's not forget the riveting series that had me binge-watching till the wee hours. Oh, the suspense. Ah, the twists and turns of a good sci-fi film, Thad. As for me, I stumbled upon a hidden gem of a book that had me glued to its pages. Plus, there's this new comedy special that had me laughing till my sides hurt. Laughter truly is the best medicine. It sure is, Steve. And speaking of medicine, let's not forget about our weekly dose of gaming prescription for our listeners. We've got some exciting news, updates, and recommendations for you all today. So stay tuned and level up your gaming experience. Absolutely, Thad. So folks, whether you're a veteran gamer, a casual button masher, or even a non-gamer looking for some gaming insights, 100 Games in a Funeral is the podcast for you. We're here to entertain, educate, and celebrate the games that have left their mark on our lives. That's right, Steve. Get ready for a roller coaster ride of game talk. Epic moments and a whole lot of banter. <laughs> a whole lot. So fasten your seatbelts and prepare to be immersed in the pixelated wonderland of 100 games and a funeral. Stay tuned, gamers, because we're about to kick off our discussion on Quake like never before. This is 100 Games in a Funeral signing on, ready to take you on a wild gaming journey. Podcast theme music fades out. <laughs> hey, gamers. Hey, let's tune that down. <laughs> Jeez. How was that, huh? Did you like that? I'm worried that that may have set a precedence. That was the greatest intro that we've never written. Yeah. That was chat GPT. We'd like to thank AI. Yes, thank you, AI. Fed some prompts. And yeah. that, that was the most <laughs> high energy, like... Actual, coherent, better than anything we could have done. Yeah, that was good. Dang it. <laughs> that should have been our intro. Instead of it was. They just about, heard it. But... Well, we did like that intro podcast. Oh, yeah, it should first... have been that instead of slippers. Or yeah, whatever. we should have just chat GPT'd it. <laughs> Man, that was real solid. But, I mean, essentially it nailed it. That's what we're doing. Yeah. What Besides any, like, actual made you question reality sci-fi movies that you watched, what did you actually consume this week? What did I watch a lot of this week? I've not had a ton of time, so I've just been kind of watching cartoons at night before bed. Just catching a little bit. I've been watching American Dad back through. It's always funny for me. Um, Roger is maybe one of the best characters ever. Of television? Yeah, he's really, really, really funny. He's a perfect, like, Day Sex Machina. They can literally 
chuck him in any story because of they his persona. Is, yeah. is that the right I think so. Here? I just heard something different. And I am clarifying just in case anyone else heard what I heard. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, you can just be chucked into any uh, scenario mm-hmm. because of his personas and it mm-hmm. works. So, yeah. Well, that'll Good show. Work. Uh, I started FUBAR, which is Arnold Schwarzenegger's new, I think, eight or ten episode Netflix show. How's that? It's okay. It feels very just like um, nothing special. It hits all the beats, you know? Perfect. He's like a CIA guy on his way out, retiring. But there's one more mission that pulls him back in, and they got to save the thing. I wouldn't spoil anything, but I do like Arnold. I love all his 80s movies, 90s movies. I don't think I've watched any of his other recent stuff, like where he's just the old gruff guy yeah. killing people. But, you know, he has some. He had some good lines in the first episode that tickled me. Nice. Yeah, FUBAR. Maybe, maybe I'll give it a whirl. I, 80s and 90s Arnold is mm-hmm. the best, like the absolute best. Maybe, maybe my top. Yeah. It's so silly. Yeah, and it kind of touches into that, I think. There was a part where... He's got a guy in his ear as he's like running through explosions or stealing something. And they're talking about a birthday cake for later. And the guy's like, hey, make sure you get the cake with the chocolate crackles in it or something like that. He's like, of course I got the cake with the crackles <laughs> as he's like running away. <laughs> so there's little moments like that that are reminiscent of like sillier Arnold 90s stuff. That's fun. I hope someone has to let off some steam. <laughs> there are. There's a couple lines like that. That's good. Not quite as bad. Referring, of course, to Commando's final fight scene where he slams a guy through a steam pipe. The chubby Australian man yeah. with the knife. That awesome steam Bennett. I don't need a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Love me some Arnold. Yeah, besides that, um, Succession's wrapping up. You still don't care about that show? I, I think I may. I've heard enough people talk about it. Yeah. And I think it's got a little something for everyone, so I may hit it up. Um, the podcast I listened to by Bill Simmons, who's... A famous podcaster and sports guy, but they talked about succession. They did like a like a draft, like an NBA or NFL draft of the characters. That was pretty fun to listen to. But, you know, they're heralding it as one of the greatest shows of all time. Depending on how it wraps up, it could okay. end up way up there. So, huh. highly recommend. I need to finish my 90th Sopranos. Yeah. I'm on <laughs> Rewatch. Se- season five, episode four, probably. I just need to power through. You're close. It's only six seasons. I only said that because you said the greatest shows of all time. Yeah, it's up there for sure. Yeah. That's about it for uh, outside video game stuff. Yeah, it's just been one of those weeks. Did you play any other video games or just uh, a little bit of quick? I played a little bit of Warhammer 40K Bolt Gun. Mm, is that a new? Yeah, it just yeah. came out. It's a retro boomer shooter, but okay. it's... Uh, I'm very excited. It's going to be my game for the weekend, I think. Okay. I started playing it. I got to go back to Quake, but. Yeah. Which, you know, heavily influenced, obviously, by Quake. Yeah. Speak transitioning. (laughs) It's time. It's time. Loyal listeners of 100 Games and a Funeral. Are you ready? Are you prepared? Because here come the Pod Boys. That's right. The Pod Boys. They're about to discuss Quake. It's going to be happening in just a few seconds. Oh, gosh. I hope you're prepared and ready. Because if you're not, then you're going to be in so much trouble. Seriously, you're going to be in a confusing and strange amount of undefined trouble. Get ready. Get prepared. Grab onto your butts. Grab them tight. Are you grabbing them? 
just your own butt, not the butt of a fellow listener. That wouldn't be cool. Okay, own butts grabbed? Get ready, here we go, any second now. Quake time baby. Pew pew pew. pew. Ah. Yeah, a lot of that. <laughs> the great sound effects of early or mid '90s video games. Um, let's jump into it. Quake. There are so many facts. I was going to say fun facts. Some of them are not so fun, just factual. <laughs> but there's a ton of facts that I'm bringing up right now. Do you know what year Quake released? 1996. Yeah. <laughs> baby do you remember were you there live when it happened no you weren't quaking this seems like super up your alley i was four (laughs) (laughs) but i think i remember saying to you that quake was one of the first games i ever saw being played on a computer and i went i thought it was doom it's quake quake was another one okay yeah i think we've had this discussion a couple times yeah i gotta remember that you're much younger than i yeah i would have been 15 born in 1981 but this one was not on my radar as i was Strictly a console gamer, mm. minus maybe like The Sims. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of FPS going on if it wasn't on console for me. 1996 released by id Software, and they had a healthy history of first-person shooters prior to this. Kind of the sequel to Doom, nothing story-wise related, yeah. but the next game they made. Um, they also released it for Windows, MS-DOS, which I showed you prior to starting, I ran it in a browser, like play online in a browser. Yeah. It was very slow on this laptop. On my computer, it was a little better, maybe like 12 frames per second. Better than two. (laughs) (laughs) It was rough. And it didn't look as nice as the Steam version I was playing. Steam version looks great. Yeah, I was impressed. Is that just like upscaled resolution? I think there's some stuff about it's remastered because when you launch the game, it says, do you want to play... Quake mm-hmm. Classic or this like yeah. remastered Quake. Yeah, I only just played the regular Quake it offered. Um, it also released for Sega Saturn in 97 and then the Nintendo 64 in 1998. That's why you're wrong, chat GPT. Ha-ha. I proclaimed that it was only for PC. Yeah, we did say that and my brow furrowed because yeah. I knew in the back of my mind it released for other things. Um, the Quake engine was brand new as far as 3D rendering goes. There was no game prior to this that was truly real-time 3D rendering. Wow. Even Doom, that kind of looks 3D, I read it said it's actually 2D. Can't you see that? Because when you get close to models on the ground, they turn so like wolves yeah, in the scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like rotate. You can't like go around anything. It yeah. just constantly <laughs> looks at you. Um, and there was in Doom, there's no up or down aiming. It's everything's on the flat plane. Even if an enemy is above you, as long as you're pointed at them, then it fires up for you. (laughs) Yeah, so that was, it was pretty impressive. Um, And obviously the games that have come after Quake, they all use whatever Quake did. Yeah. They just copied it. So very, um, what's the word? Inspiring? Yeah, revolutionary, groundbreaking. Much better words. You're like a human... What's that word? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> a human guy who knows words. <laughs> I was thinking of synonym. That's not the thesaurus. Uh, do you know who did the music and sounds for Quake? There's actually an Easter egg in game. I don't. I My brain, I'm, I'm messing with the word, the name. I can't. That's fine. Um, you know the nail gun? Yeah. The, the crate of nails that you pick up. 
Trent Reznor. Yes. Yes. That's not what it says on the crate. <laughs> but <laughs> it says N-I-N. They have nine inch nails on the crate uh, as a little reference to them making the music. The music the is awesome. Yeah. The sound design this game is really cool as well, especially when you consider its release date. Yeah. Um, immersive, weird, demonic sounds yeah. occurring. <laughs> you, when you go to a, you know, you see the Trent Reznor, Nine Inch Nails influences with that weird, atmospheric, synthy, spooky stuff. Yeah, I will admit I'm not a fan of any rock music, and I couldn't tell you a Nine Inch Nails song. But the music and sounds for the game fit the game. Yeah, it's, that's the vibe. <laughs> that's all I need to know. Um, any guesses on sales numbers or money? All right, got to be within 10%. I don't have money, actually. I it's just sold. Sales. Oh, no, I, I do have money. Is this lifetime sales? No, this is um, 1996. It sold. In the U.S. 220,000 copies. Okay. For, an, and it made $2.3 million. Those are solid guesses. Um, both low. The shareware version sold 393,000 copies. <laughs> Don't beat yourself up about it. Grossed $3,005,000 in the U.S. during 1996, which is impressive because I was reading it would, It released as shareware. Do you remember what shareware yeah. is? Like basically you get the disc for free. You can play maybe one level, and then you could call in to pay for a code, and then you unlock the rest of the game. Hackers were quick to figure out. That would take half a second. <laughs> how to do that, and that probably cut into its sales numbers. That's still, for 96, people that had computers capable of running mm -hmm. and even would know what that was. Pretty impressive. It's really impressive numbers. Yeah, you would think, how much would they really have cut into sales? Because how many people are actually capable of hacking it? And the internet wasn't what it is today. So people weren't really. just hopping on on to a forum and saying, right. oh, it's really easy to hack. Yeah. Right. Interesting, I thought. Um, by December 1997, so a year later, the game had sold over 1.4 million copies. Mm. It was at 400,000 at the end of 96. So really big game, blew up. Everyone loved it. Um, do you have any memories of the multiplayer bit of Quake? I have, I have memories of Quake 3 multiplayer, but okay. not, not the first Quake. Because you didn't really Quake. play this one. No. Um, I didn't play this originally, so I have no memories of multiplayer. I tried to do it now, and it's like searching for anyone anywhere playing the game <laughs> ever, and it never found anyone. So I couldn't try multiplayer. But they did hold a tournament. Um, someone named Dennis Fong one John Carmack, who was one of the developers or creators, won his Ferrari 328 at a Microsoft-sponsored Red Annihilation tournament in 1997. So there was multiplayer gaming tournaments, I think before then, but this was like a big FPS yeah. prior to like Halo and stuff, which I know there were big tournaments for that too. A um, couple more things. John Carmack, who I just mentioned, he was the main programmer he was tasked with developing this new fully 3D engine and also the IP networking model at the same time. He's the dude. He was like stressed out of his mind. And yeah. basically after this game, this whole developing team fell apart because they were all just <laughs> mad at each other. Um, the first major Quake mod was Team Fortress. Yeah. That is, one you're familiar with? Yes. I didn't know that came from Quake. Yeah, it was remade by Valve later in as Team Fortress 2, but it was ah. originally just a mod. I had no idea, but apparently there was a lot of modding available within Quake. 
they offered it as like a thing, like Quake yeah. C or something, that you could just go in and make changes, which is amazing. I didn't know about that. And then the last thing I got written down, Quake was the first game primarily responsible for the emergence of the machinima art form of films. Do you remember those? Yeah. Like videos of people piece together parts of a game and would tell their own story within it. I remember more Halo, Red yeah, Bull stuff. Was, yeah, actual machinima channel. I didn't know all the stuff that came from this. I was very impressed Quake's when I read the, about the it. the dude. Last thing I'll mention, mm. maybe we won't say it, but the main villain, you know, the final villain? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The name of it? Go and say it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to not say. For some reason, it has like an alternate spelling of the N-word in it. And it's actually based on H.P. Lovecraft, weird monster character oh. from the 20s. That's a guy who loved that. <laughs> so, you know, racism can't be ruled out where you got that name. But when it comes to Lovecraft, you would nev- definitely not rule out racism. <laughs> I'm not familiar with him, but I'll uh, defer to your H.P. <laughs> Lovecraft knowledge. Um so that's all the facts I got. Some were pretty fun. What do you think of those facts? Those are those are great. All right. <laughs> I'll uh, take Those it. are fun facts. As far as getting into the game, you said you played on Steam eventually. Yeah, I, I have a like a pack I got when Quake 4 came out. Mm-hmm. I think it's Quake 4. Yeah, Quake 4 has all the Quakes before it, but I couldn't get the CD-ROM in my desktop to run because I'm not... <laughs> plugged it in in years it just sits in my case the drive didn't actually work yeah oh it was like (laughs) 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 it's literally so old too i just keep taking out of previous cases and shoving it into my new cases (laughs) mine's still not plugged in by the way from when we upgraded my stuff oh nice (laughs) it's completely unnecessary yeah so i just went to steam and spent the money on it it's 10 bucks on steam it's not pick it up it's a big recommend i'll spoil the ending already yeah quake's fun yeah quake's important to play just to understand where so many mechanics that you take for granted now come from. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I feel like on our list, we're just starting to get into like some real heavy hitters of these are actually big influential games yeah. that are still fun to play. Some of these other ones that we've already covered, I get it, but they're not really not fun, fun to play. <laughs> this feels very low on the list. Yeah. Maybe there's um, more Quakes as we go. I think there is Quake 2 higher up. And Doom and Doom 2 are also on the list. Nice. So, you know, they're in there, and we're getting there. So you're on Steam. One interesting thing the game did, instead of just like, a, what difficulty do you want to play? gives you a little map. You can enter easy, normal, hard, and a secret if you knew where to find it, a nightmare difficulty. No, thank you. I didn't know where to find it. I would never. I did hard. So you enter a little portal for what difficulty you want you went straight to hard yeah i did that because i know that you play games on hard because you're a psychopath you're pretty good though i'm all right to be honest you're better than any normal gamer um yeah i'm i'm not good in the not like gamers but i guess i'm better than yeah you're like in the 75th percentile Ah, the crossover percentile yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) i did go hard as well because i was like if dad's doing it i'm doing it did you, how many, how much did you get through at hard? You didn't have a lot of time. To I play. didn't spend as much time as I should have. I, I got about three hours of gameplay. And I that think, put you, Steam. did you get a rune? Did you complete an entire? I was done, I got done with two of the, is there four or five? I think there's four runes. Yeah, I only got two of them. Um, hard is, it's no, it's not a joke particularly. Yeah. There's a one enemy, there's two enemy types that were just absolute thorns. Ooh, hit me with them. <laughs> Chainsaw man. <laughs> It yeah. keeps chucking the nades because on hard difficulty, those half health you. Yeah. And you don't 
he'll shoot at you and you'll kill him and then you'll for, you'll keep well, at least in my instance i keep moving around i forget where the nade was mm. his, his final me. like yeah <laughs> and then it's just hanging out waiting to explode <laughs> and you go oh we're gonna get that health and yeah it's hiding underneath the health <laughs> And then there is Big Yeti Man. Yeah, the abominable. They got a name for that. He's thing. so difficult because you want to break line of sight on him. Yes, he's got a lightning attack. He holds his hands up and yeah. charges lightning, and then it zaps you. That's probably a half health thing too. Yeah, it's it's very because every other enemy in the game, and just kind of how Quake works is keep moving. You know what I mean? Yeah, keep moving. Don't let yourself get too close to enemies. They're gonna do damage to you if you get too close. But with him, you have to keep moving and try to find some cover somewhere yeah. to break that that lightning attack. Because it just locks on. You yeah. can't just like be strafing and it misses you. You'd be going, because I played a lot of Quake 3 multiplayer mm-hmm. and the strafing mechanic still exists. So I'm Jumping. bunny hopping along <laughs> and it doesn't matter how fast you're going. He just, yeah, <laughs> skill he just zaps you. That's a lock on. Those were definitely the chainsaw guy. I felt like I had mastered eventually, maybe after the second episode. I got through on hard two of the runes and got pretty stuck in the third world where it was a thing where it like dropped a door and there's like four chainsaw men and two of those leaping attack. Those guys were high on the list for me of enemies i did not want to come across those guys are pretty tough <laughs> they take a ton of bullets missiles whatever you launch at them and they hit very hard they close ground very quickly i got I, there was one in the second where you go down an elevator into a room and there's jumping guys and mm-hmm. chainsaw guys <laughs> that that stumped me because i went in with pretty low health and shield yeah and i was just okay i have to avoid the guys who leap i have to avoid all the crazy nades oh and shoot that's the one where you have to shoot those three yeah. things to open the door. Yeah. Yeah. That one was a pain. <laughs> <laughs> I, as soon as I started, I tried to run, and half the time I just get an immediate grenade to the face. Yeah, it's not an easy game. And I realized how why gamers at my age are still good at these kinds of games. It's because this is where they started. <laughs> yeah. I was not playing this game, but if this is what you started with and you were like playing hard or nightmare, like you are an amazing FPS gamer for sure. It's fun. Yeah, I was getting a lot of flicks. Yeah, it feels just good. Just whip it and then blast them in the head, and that felt good. If, you, if you're if you strafing around a corner and there's mm-hmm. a dude there and you just double <laughs> shotgun him, yeah. Um, any other uh, memorable things as you fired it up? This feels very short, but I got a few other things to talk about. It's so smooth. Very I mean, obviously, smooth. it's because it's on modern hardware, but just yeah. the... The fluidity of combat, if you consider Doom came out. When Doom came out? Prior to that, I don't know. Not that long before. Yeah, 94 maybe? That's what I want to say, but I don't know if that's correct. Maybe earlier. Maybe. Yeah, we'll find out when we go to Doom. Yeah. But what I'm saying is the you feel, as, a, as an aside, just overall to games, it feels like we're kind of stuck in, in, in the way games are evolving. It's like we've right reached our zenith. Yeah. Okay. We've reached our zenith. And Not too many games are pushing any kind of envelope. An FPS six years ago, if you were to give both of them to me and, and make me decide when they came out, it can be pretty difficult to discern. Mm, compared to now. But. Like COD then to COD now is like, like, it's the same. I don't know when it came out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's just, it's just stuck. Mm-hmm. We're kind of stuck on the evolution of games. And maybe that's because we've gotten to that point and there's not much 
uh, there's not a lot of other places to go, but this is such an obvious leap forward yeah. as a game and seeing what led directly after it and how far we would games would keep evolving based off of that. It's cool to get to, you know, contextualize that with this kind of game. Yeah, that is interesting. And I would agree uh, as like looking at a graph of game development and surprises and how things progress. It was definitely on like an incline for all these years. And we've slowly kind of plateaued, even not a flat plateau. We're still like things are improving. Just incremental. It just is what yeah, it is. Not as big a jumps with games. It's crazy to think what it must have been like. Cause like I said, I was four mm-hmm. and any experience I had seeing that was just later. Yeah. <laughs> but it's crazy how that must have been the experience every year something that was coming out it was just oh. yeah. <laughs> that's what it was like i remember seeing doom and doom is nothing special by today's standards visually but at the time it was like whoa like there was flashing lights seemingly like the not um not like real-time lighting effects but it was like animated in a way that they would blink and there's things happening and yeah. very impressive and we don't see those kinds of jumps now. Yeah. They just can't happen. Yeah, it just can't happen. But man, must have been cool. Yeah. Like, what could you even do now that's like, here's a brand new style of game you've never seen before? That's what it is. I sent you that Unreal Engine 5 mm-hmm. video where it's like, look at the softness of these shadows. And it's, like an animated person yeah. speaking. You're like, whoa, that is great. But yeah. then at the same time, it's just, it's not, whoa. <laughs> yeah. That is interesting. Doesn't have a lot to do with Quake. Well, I guess it does because Quake was that big. It's such a big, yeah. I get it. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do. I had written down everything is very smooth. Movement feels good. It's all fast. Yeah. And I am. I'm not a boomer. I'm a old millennial. But this felt very fast. Like you can walk if you hold shift, and that felt too slow yeah i needed like an in-between speed it's at time times. To go. it's you quaking. just go. <laughs> i watched a speed run have you done any speed runs of it or watched speed runs i've honestly never watched a speed run of quake this i would imagine probably launched speed runners who were like really figuring out fps movement and i think i did read that the strafe jumping Must have been this nuts, is where yeah. it came from the fact that you can hurt yourself with a missile and kind of propel yourself away they're reaching parts of levels that you shouldn't be able to reach before you can reach them. Um, I think this may have been where speedrun really started taking off. There's a there's an early level in the game if you use the rocket launcher. I think it's the first rune. Mm-hmm. There's like a pit of lava, and you're supposed to open the bridge to the pit of lava, but you can just jump across it with the launcher and <laughs> skip the whole level. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what they were figuring out with this, which is pretty mind-blowing because I was like, taking 20 minutes on the first level. <laughs> it's supposed to take take like a minute and a half. Um, the level design, any thoughts on that? I think it's pretty sweet. Yeah, lots of like labyrinthian, press a button here, it opens up something else elsewhere. It reminded me, I played Minecraft a little bit way later. I like to get into super popular games way after <laughs> they're not popular anymore. But the things that I would try to build in Minecraft were these kinds of levels like little oh i didn't see that little nook behind like a wall and stuff that's what it reminded me of um and then the the last thing that kind of struck me that i wrote down the final boss of the first rune is like a giant demon yeah in the lava pit it was very cool 
but I spent my first couple lives unloading all of my ammunition. I was trying to kill them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, that doesn't work. So then I'm running around exploring the level and you find like there's a couple triggers. There's a thing that cracks lightning, but it's above him. It's like, yeah, that doesn't do anything. He's constantly like launching fireballs at you, but there's triggers on either side that lower the pillars down where the lightning strikes. And then you strike him with the lightning. Yeah. Do that three times. Boom. Game over. But that, um, my main first person shooter game that I dumped a ton hours into was destiny, which is fine. It's a good game. It's, um, who made that? Bungie. Bungie. Yeah. So, you know, halo roots there. But it reminded me of like destiny bosses where there's mechanics and things you got to do. It's not just unloading on a boss. There's things you got to do. Yeah. And I wondered if there was other games before this that you knew of. Hmm. I felt like this may be the first game that had like mechanics in a boss. I wonder. I, I don't, first person shooter. Yeah, I don't know if I can think of. There probably is and I'm just not thinking of it. Could be. We're not an encyclopedia. I'm not an encyclopedia. Just a thesaurus. It is. That is a really fun boss. Yeah. It it uh it made you think beyond like just let me duck behind pillars and unload my ammo. Yeah. yeah. Um interesting. Maybe we'll find out as we go through the list. Maybe. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> uh any other kind of things happening within Quake for you? No. I really thought you would dump a ton of time into this. I, I wanted to. I just wasn't it was a bad time yeah. week for me, unfortunately. Terrible podcast host. I'm terrible. <laughs> 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 I've played it previously, if that helps at all. Just because, yeah. like I said, it was in the Quake 4 pack I had. That's where I played all the other Did Quakes. you go back and play Quake 1? I did. I did. I had 1, 2, 3, and then 4. Um, it's very fun. Yeah. I may, <laughs> Final thoughts, very fun. I may throw, I may finish it, honestly, just for the heck of it, if Warhammer Bolt Gun doesn't. Yeah. I think I might. I went back, after I got stuck in hard, I went back and started over in normal and tried to just like quickly play through and plow through. I have this thing where I have to like kill everything before I move on. Oh, you don't like when you don't have all the kill numbers? Well, that doesn't bother me, but just progressing through the level, I don't feel safe just running past guys and getting to the next <laughs> area. After watching the speed run, if you're just going to blast through levels, that's what you're supposed Forget to do. Forget the guys. Yeah. <laughs> you whip around and shoot a couple as you go, but you just go. So I only made it like a couple levels past where I got to in hard, which I was a little disappointed in. I thought I might be able to get to the end of it, but I was not able to whip through them, <laughs> jump past them. Yeah. The, um, I was laughing because of some of the secrets in the game. Mm-hmm. Some of them, you go to like a secret location, there's armor and yeah. health. And then sometimes you go to a secret <laughs> location, it's just shotgun shells or something. <laughs> you found a secret. Sometimes it's nothing. Yeah. It's just a secret location. Oh, and- here's two enemies for you. <laughs> congratulations yeah yeah that something this game did and i think they do it in doomed as well yeah. but a thing where like you'll trigger a door and a door pops open and there's like six enemies behind <laughs> very rude not a fan of that i like when you go to any kind of area and there's a. Uh, you, there's nothing you see and you go oh, they're gonna get me yeah just a second you know some guys just, are coming it's a setup yeah, fun though. There's a good when you're strafing and going really quick through the level and you turn a corner into like a hallway <laughs> and there's 10 guys. <laughs> yeah, that would happen to me. And I'm sure it's just a matter of doing it a hundred times. But I would get stuck between like two chainsaw guys and they would just <laughs> maul me to death as I'm trying to just move past them into some open space. Chainsaw guys. Oof, they really Ooh. cut you up. 
Uh, yeah, final thoughts. Fun. Good game. Definite play if you, even if you don't like FPS, just to understand where they all comes from. Yeah. The roots of the modern FPS, where we've gone astray in the modern FPS. Sure. Pure gameplay, pure fun, still legitimately enjoyable today if you yeah. enjoy games and shows that the gimmicks and extra nonsense of a lot of modern FPS is almost unnecessary if you can have fun mechanics yeah, and fun weapons to use. Boil it down. Get to the good stuff. I feel like that with most games, actually. Like, they try to... I'm thinking of Ubisoft specifically. They're just adding stuff to add stuff, and it's like, this isn't fun to play. Like, just make it fun to play, and Quake nails that. Yeah. Absolutely. Take that, Ubisoft. Yeah. We should have had ChatGPT write an outro for us as well. <laughs> and that's a wrap, folks. We've reached the end of another thrilling episode of 100 Games in a Funeral. I'm Steve, your gaming guru, and alongside me is the charismatic Thad. You said it, Steve. <laughs> We've had a blast exploring the legendary world of Quake today. This game truly left an indelible mark on the gaming landscape. You are a human thesaurus. <laughs> Absolutely, Thad. The memories, the frag fests, and the sheer adrenaline rush is an experience that gamers of all generations can appreciate. Before we wrap things up, Steve, let's take a moment to acknowledge the incredible women <laughs> who raised us. Our moms. What happened, Jack? <laughs> Happy Mother's Day <laughs> to all the moms out there. That's right, Thad. Moms are the real-life heroes, always supporting our gaming obsessions, even if they don't fully understand them. We appreciate and love them so much. Amen to that, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> and to all our listeners, we want to extend our heartfelt gratitude for joining us on this wild gaming ride. Your support and enthusiasm fuel our passion for bringing you the best of gaming nostalgia. Remember, gamers, if you want to catch up on any episodes you may have missed or explore our previous gaming adventures, head over to our website, we don't have one, and subscribe to 100 Games in a Funeral wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on social media for updates, behind-the-scenes shenanigans, yeah. and gaming discussions with our <laughs> incredible community. <laughs> all the comments you're all a part of our gaming family we'll be back next week with more electrifying gaming content new games to explore and unforgettable memories to share so until then keep gaming keep exploring and remember to cherish those gaming moments that's right steve as we sign off always remember the power of gaming to bring us joy connect us with friends and create lasting memories this is 100 games in a funeral signing off and reminding you to stay passionate about gaming. <laughs>